All right, Rabotai. The time is short. Arab Shabbat, Armadonic Parashat Kitense. I might have to step out in the middle. We have something to do, but we cannot just uh, we cannot just pass the parasha and not say anything. So we'll make a few few observations on a very very rich parasha. To be honest with you, all the parashiot are rich. It's just that you have to be uh, an expert how to. And they get the richness out of the parasha. It's like uh, certain areas in the world have oil. Yeah. Now, certain areas it's easy to extract the oil. Some it's more difficult, but there's oil everywhere. Parashat ki of course, is, uh, is packed with mitzvot. One of the mitzvot is the mitzvah of Shiluah Hakan, which is an incredible mitzvah. It's one of the few mitzvot that the Torah promises the Torah promises it's only second to Kibbut Ve'em that the Torah also uh, promises the same reward I once saw many years ago one of the rabbis I forget who it was that saw a, uh, a correlation between the mitzvah of Kibuda Ve'eb and Shiluah Hakan, although they don't seem to have anything in common. Kibuda Ve'eb is honoring your parents. The case of Shiluah Hakan is where the mother bird is sitting over the Efrochim or the Betzim. And the Torah says that if you want to take the Betzim, you have every right to, but not in front of the mother. You should... Uh, Shoo the mother away. And if a person doesn't do that, and he takes the eggs in front of the mother, so he transgresses a lot So I once saw brought down in one of the sefarim. They ask a very very good question. You know, this year I had the zechut to do shiluah hakam. It's a good story, uh, just if you're interested in hearing a story for a minute. Of course, this is something you always want to do. It's on your uh, bucket list of things that you want to accomplish, you know, before 120. Uh, I, didn't get a, I didn't get to Hawaii yet, but more importantly, uh, I was able to do the Shiloh Hakan. But the backdrop of the story is very, very interesting. If you remember over Lagba Omer, what happened in Meron, in the 45 Siddiquim, Kedoshi Adion. So I, I took it to, to heart, that, uh, that tragedy. Uh, the amount of people, the level of the people, the day, the place. It's an amazing uh, catastrophe. So I said to myself, you know, in the Fahot, we're in exile. We have to be mishtatif You have to share the pain. So I made a small little uh, appeal, and we sent it out to the people. And we said to the Botai, listen, Meron belongs to everybody, Rashbi belongs to everybody, the tragedy belongs to everybody, we have to help the families. I don't know any of these families, but nonetheless, we have to help them. From a small little video, we raised about a quarter of a million dollars. 
Then I got Rabbi Azad in Israel to make me a spreadsheet of every family, how many kids they have, who's a almana, who not, what's their parnasah. And then one Saturday night in uh, May, in Brooklyn, we were sitting in my backyard with Rabbi Azad. We took out the spreadsheet, I took out my checkbook, and we started to calculate how to divide $250,000 amongst the 45 or 44 families. And we came up with a certain formula how to do it, and we wrote the checks. And after we wrote the checks, I said, such a great mitzvah, uh, Rabbi Yehuda, this is, cannot just be, uh, you know, uncelebrated. So we took out a, uh, a lehayim, an excuse to have a lehayim. <laughs> and uh, then I said, you know what, mitzvah go there to mitzvah. We have to follow this by Saudat David HaMelech Ala Veshalom, Edmelech Malka. And I said, without a couple of songs, it's not going to go. You have to have a couple of songs. It was a big thing. It was a tremendous, tremendous item. That ended about 12 o'clock. Midnight. Beautiful. Okay, Yehuda, Laila Tov, Zakhar Baruch, Tzkei Matzvot. We should always be involved in Matzvot. My phone rings at 12 o'clock, which is not uncommon for a rabbi. Phones ring at all hours of the day. I picked it up. Uh, rabbi Mansur, this is uh, Rabbi So-and-so. You remember many uh, years ago you saw me and you asked me if I ever come into a mitzvah of Shiloh HaKan, I should call you? This guy, he's like a Shiloh HaKan uh, expert. I said, yeah, of course I remember. He said, well, it's your lucky night. I found it. I found it. It's, wow. Baruch <laughs> Ayan, <laughs> Oh, yeah, he's, bigger, he's bigger than a big rabbi. Oh, he doesn't ask for money. He's bigger than a rabbi. <laughs> I'm jealous for that. He gives money. He doesn't ask for money. He gives. I'm jealous for that reading. Of course, you'd be jealous of it. You have to earn it. You have to earn it. So now, so now, look good. So now, what happened? <coughs> he calls me up, and he says, "We found the Shiloh Hakan on Avenue P." On one of the storefronts, on top, they found the nest over there. The, the shulah can, can only be done in Hifkir. <laughs> because you have to take the eggs. You can't take somebody else's eggs. It belongs to somebody. So therefore, it has to be done on, on ownerless property. And he said that the Arizal, the Rashash, writes that the best time to do them is was after Hatzot. Hatzot Laila. After Hatzot. So we waited till 107. We drove to Avenue P. He tells me, there it is, right there. You see it under the awning. You see a mush and nest, and a mother bird here can have that. And now he gives me a stick, and he gives me a ladder. So now I gotta go up there and, uh, and shoot the mother bird away. I go up there, a little nervous, I'm gonna be honest with you. And uh, boom, 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 boom. No beracha. There's a machine we hold, and I bang the item, and all of a sudden, the mother went away. Now, to my shock, there was not eggs, there was little chicks. So now he said, wow, there's a beauty. You have the biggest mazvana, the chicks are there. I picked them up with my bare hands, because that's wow. the mitzvah. Hot, you thought you burn, you're gonna burn your hands off. You just, which means nothing's coming out. The mother was sitting on them, and it warmed them up. Okay. I grabbed the, 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 the chicks over there, and we took it. Now it's 1.30 in the morning. Yeah, happy. we danced in the middle of what Avenue. I explained to you, I didn't give them to you, I'll tell you what I did. <laughs> so now, now we made another, now we made another dekudim. And I said to myself, look at this. We did the mitzvah for Miron, we wrote the checks out to the people of Meron, and look how Ashbi paid us back. Wow. Ashbi yeah, paid us back on the spot, right after we said, oh, Mazon, 
Bingo, we went for it. Wow. The Azad was there. He said, I don't believe this. I don't know what's going on. This is Disney World over here. We're doing mitzvot like nobody ever did. <laughs> now, I said, the night cannot become any, and that's it. Such a night like this, where you gave a quarter of a million dollars to the families of Miron. You did Melaveh Malka, and you did Shiloh Hakan. This is Ba 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 in Lahabdil in, in, in Las Vegas. When you pull the, uh, the bar down, Ba Ba Ba. You can't get a better night than that. But it got better. It got better. So I told uh, the guy who brought me, this Ashkenaz guy, I said, Rabbi, what am I doing with these chicks? I have no, uh, no, I don't know. Because we love the rabbi, we listen to his tapes and all that stuff. I have a shohet. It's 1.30 in the morning, but you have a shohet. There's a guy, Skaba, he lives on uh, 20, whatever, Jiddiesville over there. He calls him up, uh, Mr. Skaba, are you home? No, I'm out with my wife, but I'm on the way home. Beautiful. You up to making shahita? Of course, for who? For the rabbi. Not on the rabbi. <laughs> Some guys want to do it on the rabbi, but not on the rabbi. He's my friend, I don't want to do it on the rabbi. The rabbi did shul, Akani has the chicken. Baruch Abba. Come to the house. We come to the house. He's coming home from dinner with his wife, 1 30 in the morning. What's a Shabbat? Boy. He sets it up on his, on his kitchen table. He puts a sheet over there. It's very complicated. Small chick. It's hard to do. He did it. Not only he did it, he skinned it. After he skinned it, he, did, he gives me pieces of meat now. The little piece of meat. Yeah, baby, what type of meat this was over here? Okay. Cook it, it's segula for everything. Segula for children, for zivugim, all that. Now we gave it out to a couple of people. So with that, if you want to, uh, I know it doesn't, uh, I know it's not the place to show movies. People didn't come to see movies over here. I know they came to learn, I know people came to learn Torah. But consider it your lucky night. Shoot this over here. I'm just going to show you the story. You hear the story over here? Hey, look at this here. Here's, here's by the guy Scabbard now. Now look look at the time. 1.39 a.m. See, 1.39 a.m. May 23rd. I know you believe me, but the picture speaks a thousand words. Now that's the guy. Yeah, he's, 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 he has the chicken over there. Yeah, maybe like this makes it bigger. Oh, okay, I don't know. Maybe. But this is what it does. It's big enough, Hajjah. This is it here. This is the slaughter oh, of the chicken. Oh, See the guy here? Young guy. It looks like oil in the house. And the guy knows what he's doing. The guy's unbelievable. So anyway, that's the mitzvah. So Baruch Hashim, we were able to fulfill the mitzvah this year. So there's only two mitzvot that have arichut shamim. So I saw one rabbi. He says a beautiful explanation. They connected these two mitzvot. I was shocked. When I did the mitzvah of Shiloh Hakan, I told the guy, I said, what do you need a stick for? The second I go up, the bird's going to fly away. That's the normal way of a, of a bird. All you got to do is go like this. And it goes away. He says, ah, I see you never did Shiloh Hakan before. He says, the mother has misirut nefesh for her kids. She won't go nowhere. This is not a regular bird. This is a bird that's sitting on her chicks. And because she's sitting on her chicks, she's willing to die in order to protect her children. So unless you take a stick and bang it away, she's not going to go anywhere. So I saw an unbelievable explanation. So he says a beautiful explanation. He says that there's some opinions that say there's some opinions that say that when you shoo the mother away, 
let her go away. Don't don't slaughter the chicken. Some opinions say to slaughter the chicken. So some say, why shouldn't you slaughter her? Look at her. She has misirut nefesh. Look what she did. She has such a misirut nefesh that she's willing to sit on her children to protect them. The hachamim say that the mother doesn't eat for three days almost because she's just sitting on the, on the nest to warm them up. So now you're gonna you're gonna punish her now because she did misirut nefesh. Let her let, 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 let her go. But what do you see from over here? You see that that's the same reason why you have to honor your parents. Why do you have to respect your parents? Because they misidut nefesh they do for their children. What is the parent not going to do for a child? The mother bird sitting on the eggs and not moving reminds you of the misidut nefesh that the physical parents have for us as well. So therefore there's a common denominator between the mitzvah of shiluh hakan and the mitzvah of kibud abayim. The sacrifice, if you're a parent, you know what the sacrifice that you make for your children. We work from day to night for our children. And we, uh, we pray for them, and we agonize, and we do all different things. Why? For the sake of the children. So therefore, the child, when he gets older, and he becomes a parent, he says, well, now I know what my parents did over here. I'm talking about over here. I didn't know, and the kid doesn't know. When you do them as well, you say, if a bird who doesn't have any emotion, and look at the Mr. Nefesh, as for a child. So imagine a physical parent. So therefore, the two items are, are connected. But I saw over here a very, very beautiful Sephorno. Which is good night to, to say over, over here. What's the reason of Shiloh Hakam? What's, what's the reason? Now, I know that the Gemara says, I'm well aware of it, uh, Jacob, I know the Gemara. The Gemara Berachot says that if somebody comes along and says, Al kan If a person says, Dear God, Ya Almighty, just like you have mercy on the birds, please have mercy on us. What do we do? We tell the guy, khras. we tell the guy, keep quiet, shut, up, shut, up, shut your mouth, we shut the keynote. We tell the guy in front of him, in front of the rabbi, khras. and then the Ramban comes, and the Ramban in his commentary, right in this pirasha, says, what's the reason of Shiloh Hakan? He says, because the laws of God are all merciful and not akhzari. Now anybody want to tell the Ramban, Kishtok? And here the Rabban comes along and says, I'm going to give you the reason why. Listen, you want to take the, 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 the eggs? Take them, no problem. In front of the mother, Azata, have a little Rahmanut. In Arabic, in Yiddish, Rahmanus. Show the mother away. Don't be, don't be, you're such a Abba, you're going to do it in front of the mother? No problem. But Rabban, it says in the Gemara, Mishatikinoto. So if you look on that Mishnah, the Tafirit Israel on the Mishnah, he makes a very important reconciliation to this. He says, It depends where you are, which means, the Gemara said, when is it forbidden to say, when you're praying to God, when you're making a prayer to God, then you're not allowed to come along and say, just like, what's why? Because when you're praying to God, you have to pray to God and you're talking to God directly, you have to say things that's emit. And therefore, you don't know for sure what the reason of the, of the mitzvah is. Could be there's 20 other reasons over there. So when you're asking God for, for uh, something, only sfat ebert yikon nefanai. Only emet can be in front of God when you're praying. So therefore, you have to say, what else answer me? Forget about kansipur, forget about ahamim. He says, but in the Bet Midrash, now we're learning. Learning, you can say reasons this way, that way. In the Bet Midrash, we're trying to understand the Torah. 
Understand the Torah? You have a right to understand the Torah. Because in the bit, but that, that's what we do. We try to figure out the, the logic. But when you're talking to Hashem and you're praying, you can't start giving reasons. But well, that's the reason? You know the reason? You, you, you're coming to me with a fact. Who says this fact is emet? Tefillah has to be emet. In learning, you have a right to shifting pani this way, that way. So that's how he answers. The Rambam was in the Beit HaMidrash. Rabbi was in the Beit HaKeneset. The Beit HaKeneset, Peshatikim Oto. In the Beit HaMidrash, Adrabam. Nice reason. So what's the explanation? It's Rahamim. Not only it's Rahamim. Lema'ani tavlach ve'alachta yamim. Now when I saw that, Lema'ani tavlach ve'alachta yamim. It's Lema'ani tavlach ba'olam hazeh ve'alachta yamim. Now wait. I saw this, I got... Uh, excited. I'll tell you why I got excited. Because there's a Mishnah that we read, we read it every morning in the, in the prayers. Uh, just a word of uh, uh, knowledge. Before Baruch Shemar and the Sidu, there's like 25 pages. Uh, in case you don't realize it, there's 25 pages. They even the Kod Yaakov, even the Kod Yaakov that gave us the minimum amount of pages for a Sidur, they put the, they, they couldn't, they could not take away the 25 pages. They, even they put the 25 pages in there. So yeah, again, you can't take it out of it. Now, in those 25 pages, there's a Mishnah in Masechet Pe'ah. The Mishnah says, Elu devarim shadam ose otam, ochem perotem Which means what? There's a certain misfot that you do, that you benefit the rewards, the dividends in this world. And the principle is in the next world. And I looked at the list, and to my shock, Shiloh Hakan is not on the list. Even though it says over here, Now, Kibud Avayim is on the list. Now, it should be on the list, Kibud Avayim. Because it says Kibud Avayim. Which means, But Shiloh Hakan is not on the list. Huh? Coming from the principle. What do you mean? Because it says the money to lachratayim, it doesn't say it's coming from the the kerim tayim. Oh, meaning my my whole thing is yeah, meaning my whole connection is is off. You're saying what what what's the connection between? No, I said what you're answering. Answering or you saying? I'm answering it because it says that kerim. It says and you got the kerim That's only by these mitzvot. Special mitzvot that have been adam lechaberah. But when it comes to Shiloh Hakam, which is a bit of Dhamma Kham, you may get rewarded in this world, but it's coming out of the principle, it's coming out of the kin. Oh, so when it says the Mani Tabnak Barakhtay Yamim. It says it's not coming out of the reward. Oh, but not like Yibud Avayim. No. Okay. This is. Uh, nice. I have no problem. I'm, I'm open for all, uh, for all answers. So I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll tell you the way we reconciled it. I mean, it's a big hadush we're about to say the Botai, but. We came into Sehidushim. Mr. Safti is 100% right. The common denominator between that. Baruch Abba Jom. No, no, he's right. He's coming. Erev Shabbat, we say Shabbat Shalom. That's the custom. Shabbat So now you have over here. So now you have over here a question like this. You have a question like this. The common denominator between all those things in that Mishnah is they all ben adam lachavero items. Kibud avayim, gimilut hasadim, bikur holim, machnasat orchim. 
הבאת שלום בין אדם לחברו, בין איש לאשתו, שמע ישראל. So the famous interpretation that they say is that you're well aware that if there would be one second in the world without Torah, the Torah would go, the world would go back to Tov Avo. So when a person's learning, he's actually giving energy to the whole world. It's the biggest chesed. But Tamut Torah is not a chesed ben adam lechavero ben ishto. It's ben adam leolamo. You're doing a chesed to the entire world. Which means that's the inyan of Torah that has chesed. Torah also has other things, the vikut, and Torah has also limud, but there's also an element of chesed, like it says in the Eshet Chayel, v'torat chesed al-eshona. There is a Torah of chesed, which is what? To give the world an existence. Which means, if there's a world, of, if the world exists, you get the credit. This guy can have a good time in the world. Why? Because you're learning, so you did a chesed. But you have to have that kavana. No problem, so it's all common. Now I understand why Shiluah Hakan is not in the... In this, uh, which means, uh, forget about ben adam lechavero. There's no chavero over it. It's, 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 it's a chicken. But I don't even know what the chesed is over here. There's not, there's not even a chesed. So it's not ben adam lechavero, and it's not really a chesed, so therefore it doesn't belong. Or maybe it does. Maybe it does. Maybe we could find that really Shilu Hakan is a chesed, and it's been Adam Nahavero. And when the Mishnah says, Kimilut <coughs> Hasadim, it's included. Shilu Akan is Kimilut Hasadim. Now that's Bechetush. Now you have to be Houdini to try to turn Shilu Akan into Ben Adam Nahavero and make it a mitzvah of Kimilut Hasadim. Even Houdini, I have a big suspicion, will not be able to do this magic trick that we're going to do now in front of your eyes. And it's not going to be with a, uh, you know, slip of the hand or something like that. No, no kishuf. Jacob, no kishuf. It's all going to be done intellectually, using the brains. You ready? Yeah, I don't remember saying it, but it's a beautiful one. Okay, beautiful. Says the Sforno. It's a clean... By the way, the Sforno is three lines. Now, you learn a lesson over here? you learn how a rabbi has the ability to take a three lines of four and make an hour class. That's a, that's a big chokhmah. Another guy, if you tell him, say over this four note, the class would have been over 45 minutes ago. He would come here, give this four note, and he's like, unbelievable. But here we have the ability to take you around the world and back. And then, because you have to build up the dirash, you have to build it up, you have to put some, you know what I'm saying? There's some people that come along and they tell me, they say, I don't know, we give over gematriot, but the, the people don't... Uh, I say, because you don't give it over correctly. They sit there, about that we say hadush now. Eliyahu is gematria ben. You see people sitting there. First, you have to build the building. And at the end, after you build the whole building, you say, by the way, okay, now we understand. The, but you can't just give them, otherwise it's... Uh, of course, they'll never... It's all the setup. It's all the setup. All in the delivery, as we say. 
So now watch what this footnote says. Is I want to ask you a question, with all with all respect and all honesty. I like eggs, by the way. Me too. Scrambled, Me too. Scrambled eggs, fried all eggs, right. all type of eggs. Come David Biton used to tell us and Megan David that uh, the Gemara says that for the size of it, it's the most healthy food you could eat. And he said, don't listen to the to the doctors that say eat the white, eat the yellow, separate it, eat it as it is. Hashem made a food as is. And they keep on waffling back and forth. One day the white is good, the white is bad, now the yellow is good, eat it as and he said once to us, he says, That's why. The real reason, that after a person is in Onan, the friends feed him. What do they feed him? An egg. Because that's the best food he could eat. Because he didn't eat probably the whole day. He's coming back. They want to give him the best food and nourishment they got. They give him an egg. Forget about all the other reasons of Abilud. Nourishment. Chesed to the guy. Give him an egg. Good. So I the eggs. I want to ask you a question. I want to ask you a simple question. <clears throat> guy comes along. I come home for, for breakfast. I tell the rabbits and the rabbits and I'm gonna have eggs today. So what's she gonna tell me? Oh, there's a nest. Uh, there. <laughs> go, go get. Uh, <laughs> go, me, go, get me a dozen eggs from the from the store. Which is who is going? Who's going on a, on a on a tree and gets egg? You need eggs. The Gemara says, take the eggs. Who needs these eggs over here? Go. Go to the store, much easier than that. Sure. So I'll tell you who's going to get the eggs. Not me and you, but an Ani Miskeen, who doesn't have uh, access to go buy whatever he wants. To the end, they're looking for, so instead of rummaging in the garbage cans for scraps, what does he do? He goes in the street, so it's a birthday, Hefkir. This is free breakfast. This is uh, the, the breakfast special. Mm. Go up there. They take it now. Wait, now wait. Now watch this. Okay, he follows the Torah law. He follows the Torah law. He shoots the bird away. He takes the eggs. Says this phone. No wait. Not only is there breakfast here. The bird <laughs> is lunch and dinner. The bird is a food, which means. The Ani should come along and say to himself, wait, 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 forget about eggs. Eggs is nothing. Eggs is easy. Now I take a bird, I slaughter it. We'll make a delicious meat out of it. We'll have uh... And by the way, for the Ani, he doesn't get to get chicken every single day. This is a treat. This is a treat. And he needs it. He needs it. Not the, not... By the way, it's not lamb chops. It's a, it's a little bird, by the way. But for the Ani, this Kizayit of Basar, yeah, it's very good for him. You're talking about the mother bird? The, the mother bird. <coughs> the eggs, he made an omelet. Okay, so, as he made an omelet. I mean, she came back. Now the mother comes back, take the mother. Oh, doesn't say you can't eat the mother. I ate the mother, by the way. Why, 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 why can't you eat the mother? Let the mother come back, take the mother also. Get a full package. Buy one, get one. You know what this forno says? You know what this forno says? Amazing thing. Mr. Ani. You know why you had eggs for breakfast today? Because there's a, there's a bird laying eggs. Yeah, Ani. You think you're the only Ani in the world? You think you're the only Ani? You think the only guy needs eggs? Maybe there's another guy also needs eggs. The world also needs eggs. If you're going to take this mother and eat her, you don't think about the next guy? You're just worried about uh, yourself? Why don't you worry about the other guy, maybe? Maybe you should let some more eggs. 
She, by the way, there's no, there's no limit, there's no quota on how many eggs a hen could lay. She could lay a million eggs. So therefore, you benefited, put her back, get back to work again. Let the next guy uh, benefit from it. So says this phone, no, Dani is doing a chesed, not to anybody specifically, but to the, to the general world. You're doing a chesed that you're allowing the world to replenish itself in order that what benefited you, now you'll allow the benefit to happen to somebody else. I, but for I speak, I got to worry about myself, let him go to the store and get eggs. There's an egg shortage. You had no egg shortage. And by the way, you're not solving any, any problem. They're not going to put you in the front page of the newspaper, by the way, or egg surplus because Ali didn't eat this uh, chicken. Of course not. But you contributed to, <coughs> to the world. You contributed to the, to, to the world in order to allow the world to continue to flourish for the next guy. It reminds me of the Gemara in Tani that we learned. Remember the Gemara said, there was a rabbi called Honi Ma'gal. Honi, the circle maker. One day he was walking in the street there, in the fields, and he saw a guy planting a tree. He told him, old guy. The guy was a 70-year-old guy. Maybe more even. He said, what type of tree are you planting? He tells him a carob tree. You remember the carobs from Tubishvat? That's Tubishvat. Hard as a rock? A rock is uh, soft compared to the carob. Yeah, the Israel is soft, but the ones we ate... They used to give us a Mag and David Buxa. They were, they were weapons. We used to use them as weapons. We used to, we used to play stickball with them in the, in the, in the, in the set you, you couldn't break them. You couldn't break them. It's, 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 a, it's a dentist's dream. Dentist's dream. Anyway, they call it the Buxa. Anyway, anyway, the Haruvim. So the Magal asked the guy, how, how long do you expect to be eating fruits from this tree? Is or not till 70 years. So he said, why, well, you're an optimistic guy. The guy's already 100 years old. You think you're going to live uh, to, to eat? He said, listen, what my grandfather did for me, I'm doing for my grandchildren. He says, when I came into this world, there was a box of tree. My grandfather planted, he didn't eat from it, I ate from it. So then I'm doing the same thing. I'm going to plant the tree. Oh, I probably won't eat from it. But my grandchildren will come into the... Which means, you see, there's an inyan to replenish the world, to keep the world, the world the way you found it, not give somebody else, even though you're not going to benefit from it. Normally people don't think like that. What's the benefit from me over there? What do I get over there? So another guy that I'm not going to see, that I'm not going to know? Yes, that's a chesed also. And that's a high level of chesed because you don't know who's going to benefit. You know, if, everybody, if everybody would think like that, then the world would have uh, benachah. But the problem is people don't think like that. People don't think like that. People are only interested in themselves. What's the proof? I'll give you the, the, the easiest proof. Go to a, a pizza store, Mozae Pesach. Not for the price. Uh, the way they're not giving publications to them. No, 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 over there. This, is, this class goes to thousands of people now. You gave a guy a free advertisement. So now, so now, which means, now, we understand you went eight days without bread. We know that's a big misrut nefesh. Because you didn't eat on Pesach. Nobody eats on Pesach. We know that. They don't eat on Pesach. So you have to eat. You're hungry now. Pesach. They had three meals a day, but uh, pizza. So the guy comes in. He's the first guy. He's waiting there from Mozae. He prayed Arbit on Avenue M next to the play. He prayed there. He made a minyan. They made a pop-up. A pop-up minyan next to the pizza store so he could be the first guy. Now I guess he's online. He's over there now. Now, yeah, yeah, but you're not the only one in class. Said. This, that. What does the guy say? I want 11 pies. Eh, 11 pies. <laughs> uh, what do you have to be an animal for? 
You know you're not the only guy. You know what the client says? Derek Eretz, Derek Eretz. The guy says, I want to buy now because I know tomorrow not going to be anymore. So he wants to buy them. He's going to sell them. No, whatever he wants to do with them. But, but nobody, because the normal nature of people is what? Think about yourself. And I'm here first. Leave the other guys. They came late. I'm not interested. I'm not, what am I? I'm going to give a pizza. I'm here already. I'm doing what I'm But we tell the guy, yeah, boy. Be a little, cause even give up a little of your own pleasure. When I tell you don't have pizza. I tell you, don't have pizza. Have pizza. Get a falafel also if you want. But you know what? There's other people in the world. Let the other guy have a hana'a. Now, even though you don't know who's going to have the hana'a, you don't know the fact that you bought three pies instead of 11. You don't know the guy. But you know what? You give me a chesed to the other guy. That's chesed, by the way. That's chesed. It's for sure. For sure, But it's a derich eretz that you got to be taught. Because most people say, listen, I'm here. So, first come, first serve. I want, to, I want to buy the whole joint. You came late, you came late. Go have, uh, go have matzah pizza. You ate it for seven days. We ate it for eight days now. What's the difference? No, it doesn't work that well. No, it doesn't work that well. There's a lot of examples. If I may, now you said there's a lot of examples with your permission. I'd like to say another example. Another example means like this. And this is, this is as a rabbi in the Bet Knesset. You're in the Bet Knesset. Okay, the shi'ud is over. Azak baruch bi now, I come along, and I have my sidur over here. All right, but there's, there's three sidurim on the table. So what does it hurt you to pick up another sidur? Not, the, not, not, not tell you to become the shemosh of the Bet Knesset. Shemosh we have. But no, your sidur, of course you have to pick up, put away. But what does it hurt you to pick up another book over there and put it away also? Who's going to benefit? The next guy who needs the Shlaim Mikrev Hatteragum, it'll be on the. Now, did you solve the problem? You didn't solve the problem. There's still books all over the place. But at least. You alleviated. You alleviated a little for the next guy. That's what Shilu Hakan is telling you. Even though you're not going to solve the egg shortage crisis by not eating this egg over here, by this chicken. You're not solving any major, but you know what? You contributed a little that you thought about, that just like I benefited from the egg, let the chicken go, remain alive, in order that the next guy will better. And the Torah comes along and says, wait, if you're doing with that kabana, that shiluah hakan is gimilut chasadim. That's gimilut chasadim. And therefore, when the Mishnah says, Ugmilut Hasadim, Shiloh Hakan is included. By the way, when the Mishnah says, it doesn't list all the 2,800 types of Hasadim, it's all to umbrella. In the umbrella of Gilut Hasadim is what? Shiloh Hakan as well. Why is it? And what? And what is it saying? To me, this is the biggest fintush. We always think in order to gain, you know, reward, you got to do something joho. You know, you got to do a chesed. The guy's a Hatzalah member. You know, that's a chesed. The guy, you know, the guy's a Habra Kaddishag. That's, now you're talking turkey. But that guy is more chesed like this. What you do? You let the egg go. So maybe you'll hatch another eggs or some anima. Me and who says? So fix it a million times. It's going to happen. It doesn't matter. Even such a small chesed that you contributed to the betterment of the world, anything you do in the realm of chesed, the reward is tremendous. We have a tendency of what? We discount it. Okay, come on. No, 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 come on. In Yahadut, even the smallest act of chesedim reaps the greatest of rewards. 
And therefore, look at the Lashon of the Sephona, if I may uh, read it inside. Lema'anyi tavlach v'arachta yamin. Mamash, three lines. Is there echo in here? Is there echo? You hear echo? There's echo. Right? Sounds like right. You heard it? It's the acoustics. It's the acoustics. It's the acoustics. That's something to think. We've got to speak to Aki Franco. No, I've got to have Aki. He said he did something with the echo, but I don't know. There's a sneezing, or echoes, everything. I'm surrounded over here. It's like a sandwich. I'm sandwiched in between over here. Between the echoes and the sneezing. Okay. So look what it says here. He was warmed up this morning, Kate. Lema'an yitavlach v'arachta. Now, meaning for no inside, honey. Okay, you develop this formula. Three lines of formula. There's a gemilut chesed to the masses. Don't eat the bird. Even though the bird's hefkeed, you can take the bird and eat it. Don't take it. Don't take you know what the Pasuk is saying? Even the small little acid. What the hell did you do? Maybe the bird will give birth to another egg and another ani, the same carob tree that you ate from. Your grandchildren, maybe somebody else will eat from. Why? Now, for the Ani, it's not such a small chesed because he's hungry and he sees free food. And for him to say, oh, don't be a pig. Don't be a pig. There's not pigs in the world. Don't be a pig. Let somebody else have a Ana'ah. You enjoyed yourself already? Give the next guy Ana'ah. And that's the Torah coming out of its way to tell us the importance of this. That's the first mitzvah that we talked about. Now, if you, if you allow me to talk about another mitzvah in the parasha. No way does it say that this class I have to talk about the same topic for 53 minutes. I'm allowed to go from one topic to the other. So now we're going to go to the other. Towards the end of the parasha. No, you have a lot, Rabotai. It's, it's very, very packed. So towards the end of the parasha. No, Bikurim next week, honey. Bikurim next week. Bikurim next week. Kitabu. So the Pasuk says like this. The Torah is talking about Help me out. Where's that story when they're going to the war? No, they're going to the war and they tell the uh, Here. Okay, a guy gets married. Mabruk. Mabruk. Isha Hadasha. Join the club. So the Torah says he's exempt from going to war. He's in war already. How many wars can he fight at the same time? He's in the war with his wife. I'm go fight. How many battles can I fight? I'm fighting with my wife. I'm going to go fight on the battlefield. It's a bigger war. Anyway, he has a shot the 100%, 100%, so that's for sure. Speak for yourself. 
I know nobody likes grandma. But I hate to tell you, I was brought up in Magen David. And we have Rabbi David Biton and Acham Baruch. And they drilled grandma in our heads until we liked it. So now, it's like uh, you develop a, a taste for certain things. I developed a taste. Something that I didn't like in the beginning, the taste of it. I thought it was very uh, boring and dry and humdrum. But they, they develop it so much. Also, you say, you know what? It's a, it's a good field of study, the dikduk. There's a difference between the word v'simah and v'samah. What is the difference between v'samah or v'simah? Do you know the difference? Simach, to make happy. Simach, to make happy, no? Simach is the place, and v'samah is? To make happy? V'simach. I'm letting him talk. I'm letting him talk. I want him to be on the tape so that everybody will say that that's what he said. V'simach, it's the same word, honey, but it's a different conjugation. How could one be happy and one be placed? You went from... It means like this. V'samach means, v'samach, you be happy. Be happy. Yeah, they say be happy, v'samach. Don't worry, be happy. V'simach means to make happy. To make somebody else happy. V'simach is like a... Proactive to somebody else. Vesamata is for yourself. Vesimata would mean make others happy. You're correct. That's the same word in the, in the song over there. Now, look at the look at Baal Piel So that she says, Ani, it's it's Perechavtalid Pasuk He. Now look at Rashi. Rashi says, "Vesimach yisamach et ishto." Beautiful. Yisamach et ishto. Vetargumo viyachde yat etete, which means you should make your wife happy, however that manifests itself. But that's what it's talking about. Stay home for a year and make your wife happy. Vesimach et ishto. Now look, look what Rashi says over here. Targum says you should be happy with your wife. Now hold it, hold it, hold it. It doesn't work. It's not with, it's two. So he's saying if you're going to read it like the Targum, Yonatan bin Uziel, by the way, he says, whoever explains like that, to'ehu. It's a mistake. She'en ze targum shel v'simach, ela shel v'samach. If the pasuk would have said v'samach, then you could say v'samach im ishto. But it doesn't say v'samach. It says v'simach. So v'simach must mean et ishto, but not im ishto. That's that she's claim against anybody that will explain it. He calls them Torah. Only problem is, it's Targum Yonatan ben Oziel that says it. And I have a, uh, a hunch that Yonatan ben Oziel knew grammar. He knew grammar. So the question then is, how do we make a reconciliation of this over here? Is it Vesimah? Et ishto, or is it v'simach or v'samach im ishto? Will the will the real uh, pasuk please stand up? He's, t- he's teaching you how to Oh, 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 oh. So Yosef, you're on to it. You're on to it, sweetheart. 
So I saw it brought down in Sefanim, amazing Hadush. Basic. And I want to develop it properly. Of course, the goal is to be happy with your wife. That's the goal. Happy marriage. That's the goal. But the Torah is telling us how is it possible to get to the level of being happy with your wife. Why? Just walking around smiling all day long, bozo the clown, just making jokes all day long. That's not doesn't mean happy. We're talking about a real happiness over here. So the Pasuk is saying, you want to be happy with your wife? You want to be v'samach im ishto? The only way is v'simach et ishto. That's it. Make her happy. Happy wife, happy, happy life. life. <laughs> Finished. If your wife is happy, you're going to have a happy life. Finished. The, which means, no, no, that's a different statement. The, the point is, the point is, no, no, he's over there, he's over there. He's over there. Doesn't matter where he's here. The point is, the point is, no, the Pasuk is saying the something that the people don't realize. They think that marriage is all about what can I get from the other guy? What can I get? How much money? And how much this and over there? They're looking for, 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 for the benefits. The material items. There was a guy, he went to the Shadchan. He was 35 years old. He said, I want to find me a good, uh, good girl. He said, I got, he couldn't find Hazit. He said, I got to be genuine girl. The Shadchan got to be genuine girl. He's genuine. So he says, can I ask this uh, question? Is, is she pretty? He says, listen, I can't say she, Listen, I got to be image. She's not pretty. As a matter of fact, she's even borderline ugly. I have to tell you. <laughs> Meaning, I don't think it's borderline. I think she even, cro- she even crossed the border. But, no, but, but she has money. Oh. Oh, money. So the guy says, okay, listen, money's important. By the way, money's very important. All right, listen, money, you overlook things, you know. Love is blind. You overlook things. By the way, one more question. The, the weight, what's a... Uh, not everybody's uh, skinny, you know. <laughs> she might be like a little. Uh, listen, I'm not gonna lie to you. She's obese. I have to tell you. That. <laughs> but she has a lot of money. But she has a lot of money. She has a lot of money. Mars, don't help me. Help me with the shoe, not the jokes. The jokes I don't need help with. So now he comes along. And he says, "All right, you know what? She's obese, but she has a lot of money. Money's important." So he says, listen, can I ask you one more question? He says, well, how many questions? Just go out with him. I want to know her her, her, her way, her, you know. Listen, Emily Post, she's not Emily Post, I'll tell you that much over there. And uh, listen, she might be a little like uh, rough, rough, on uh, rough on the edges. She, between me and you, she's a slob. <laughs> but she has a lot of money. She has a lot of money. So the guy says, truth to the matter, it's money. Money's very important. Money's very important. You know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to go. He goes. He comes back after the first date. He tells the Shatkan, I don't understand what you tell me. She doesn't have a penny. He's okay, I was right three out of four. I loved everything. Three out of four, I was right. Point is, my point is, because people want, they want, they're marrying, what can I get out of it? What can I get out of it? Oh, there's money, I can get out of something. 
But that's not, that's not the, uh, we, we once explained, we once explained an amazing Gemara. The Gemara says that the old custom <coughs> in Eris Israel, when a person would get married, shortly thereafter, they would go to him and they would tell the uh, Hatan, Matza or Motze? Oh. They would say to him, there's two Pesukim in uh, Bashilamo. One says, Matza Isha, Matza Tov. You found a wife, you did good. One person says, Motze Anita Isha, Man Mimavet. I found yeah. my wife bitter as death. Marorze. So they would ask the guy the next day, Matza or Motze? What's, you know, what's your wife? Did you get a Matza or Motze? <laughs> Now, when I learned this Gemara, because I always heard it quoted, but I have to be honest, I think they were misquoted because it doesn't say they asked. It says, Ki nasiv when a person would get married, Amri, they would tell him. Mm-hmm. How does the guy know after one day if she's Matzah would say It takes two days to know, but not the, if the, <laughs> one day you're not going to know. So therefore, it's not that they're asking him, what they're saying. What are they saying? They're giving him the secret of a good marriage. What, what do we do with a Sheva Barakot? We speak, and what do we do to the Hatamika? We try to give them pointers. The point is like this. The main thing of marriage is what? The main thing of marriage is for the other person. To think of the other person. Not, not for himself. And that's what we said. You want to be happy? Make them happy. That's the whole key. So the Pasuk is saying like this. Matzah Isha... If you got married for the Isha, for her, her benefit, you're going to find good. You're going to be happy. Happy wife, happy life. However, if you got married for the Ani, you look at what can I get? How am I going to benefit over here? Well, finish because she's not going to be happy. And if she's not happy, you're not going to be happy. Nobody's going to be happy. Finish is not going to work. Which is the great, the great lesson of it, that marriage is, of course, about what? What you're going to, to give to the other one. With this, we once explained. It's a game of give and take. Be deal, be deal, be deal. What's the next one? Don't quit your day job. Don't hurry, love. So watch this over here. No, Elliot, you're on target. It's a proper, uh, proper song. Right, right. song. Who's that? Mordechem and David? Who's that? Diana Ross. Diana Ross. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. With, with the Supremes, I never bad Okay, anyway. <laughs> There was, there was one guy, you know, Elliot, there was one guy from Canada, he was listening to the shorty. And he heard this, what goes on, the melee that goes on in the show. No, not Jeff. And he once, he, he wrote me an email in the most serious way a guy can email. He says, Kvoda Rav, what Avon did you do in a previous Gilgul that your subject that is... He, he really bad. He said, are you aware of this is uh, unprecedented what goes on in your shiur? He says, what avon did you commit in the previous gilgul? Anyway, <laughs> he wants to know, what, what, what did you do? So anyway, so that's why I look at it as a, it's a tikkun for something. Anyway, <clears throat> we once said, a big hadush, under the chuppah, we said the following hadush. We said the following. The Pasuk says, Alken Yaazov Ish Etabi Veimo Vedavag Veishto. The Pasuk says, A man will leave his father and mother's house, Vedavag Veishto, and he will cling 
What's his wife? Cling. Or cleave. Cling, cleave. It means attached. And I asked a simple question. Just look at our community. Does a person, does a boy leave his parents' house? He doesn't ever leave his parents' house. <laughs> On the contrary, now you bring your wife to your mother for dinner, parents for dinner, now we have a bigger family. In our community, there's no such thing, Azov Well, when a person gets married, tells his parents, see you later, I'm going to, it doesn't happen. So what is the Pasuk saying? The reality is not like that. So we explained it as follows. It's based on an old tradition and a custom that we have, an old tradition and custom that we have under the chuppah. What do we do under the chuppah? Under the chuppah, at the end of the ceremony, they break a glass. So we questioned the logic of that minhag. Now there's many reasons given, but we said a new novel interpretation. We said the following. We said that What's the explanation? What is inyan of a kos? A kos does one thing. It receives. That's the purpose of a kos. It receives. Receive it. Kos is a taker. You pour the wine in it, the kos takes. The bigger the kos, the more it's going to take. When we get married, we're coming to tell the hatan, break the kos. You're not a taker anymore. You're not a taker. Stop taking already. Had you enough. When you were single, you took everything from your parents. You did nothing. Everything was given to you on a silver platter. Now you have to change your direction. Do not take anymore. Start to give. That's what the pasuk means. Alken. The mentality that you had in your parents' house. You have to leave that mentality. The mentality when you live by your parents as what? Dad, give me flus, give me this, give me that, give me another item, give me that. The father's taking all the bills, everything. Now, you could become a terrible husband if that's what you're going to think now, that you're going to go into marriage. Oh, I took my whole life, now my wife. Give me this, give me that. No, no, no. You have to leave that mentality of your parents. You're not a bachelor anymore. Now you have to worry about... The next one, Vidabak Ishto, Matsa Isha Matsatov. And therefore, Harambam was correct. When Harambam said if a person only has a limited amount of money and he only can afford to buy clothes for his wife or clothes for himself, let him wear last year's clothes and his wife get the new item. Why? That's the key. Always try to please the other. And if a person works on pleasing the other, guess who's gonna be happy? You. You're going to be happy, it which means okay. exactly it's going to be it's going to be reciprocal. Oh I once heard I was recently at a wedding. One of the rabbis uh, spoke. He actually spoke pretty pr- pretty good until he messed up at the end. But uh, the, to, 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 <laughs> the first the first thirty seconds at least he said something that was uh, that was valuable. So I want to say at least the first thirty seconds of his derash. Then he didn't come up. In any event, <laughs> he, go? he went and he went off on a tangent. He got lost in the. I told him the, the, the glass broke without him stepping on it. The glass broke from the derash. The glass cracked in half. The million he didn't step on it again. Even the glass couldn't uh, tolerate the derash. Anyway, what he said was, what he said was, is we say, Hatan Domei Lamelech. Hatan Domei Lamelech. The Hatan is like a king. So we said, but we don't have anywhere in Hazal that say that, Kala Domei Lamelech. 
it's it's through an implication. You say if he's a king, so he must be a great. So he explained it uh, nicely. He said, "Listen, it's automatic. What means hatad domel? Who is the hatad domel lamelech to? To the kala? Who makes the hatan a melech? You can't make yourself a melech. That's a dictator. The people have to make you a melech. Hatan domel lamelech lekala. That's the kala's view of the of the of the hatan. This is a king. So therefore, he said." Once already the kala has that attitude towards, automatically she'll be a queen. It's what you don't have to say it, because if she, if he's receiving the vibe that she's treating me like a king, it don't you don't have to tell me she's a queen. It happens, mimela. It's a, it's reciprocal. It's a, it's a mirror. It's a given. It's a given exactly. So therefore, Rashi and the Unkudus were actually giving you two sides of the same coin. Rashi was giving you, I'll say it better, the Targum was giving you the result, the goal. The goal is v'samach im ishto. But Rashi's telling you, fine, but how do you get there? So Rashi's, no, v'samach et ishto. And as she's saying, they're not arguing with each other. They both know the grammar. It's just that it has to be two sides of the same. That's why we once explained once explained that the inyan of the marriage, the rabbi said that when a person gets married, he has to give something. Kiddushin is done, identity now. Why? They could have made it, just say words. What do you have to do? It's going to make a difference to Shavit Peruta in the girl's life. What would it be if the rabbi would just say, go to a girl, say, it's like a neder. You don't got to put money in the kupah after making a neder. Why did I have to give? And Achamim wanted you to train yourself. You, you, nothing balash. The whole key of the marriage is what? And the tina. And that's even with this, I'll explain one more hadush. That's in this week's parasha. This week's parasha also talks about, on the other side of the coin. The Ben Sudanamur, exactly. It talks about the divorce, the cases of divorce. Not the Ben Sudanamur. It talks about divorce. You're a man of odds. There's 80 mitzvot in the Torah. What are the odds you think you're going to hit it by saying it's one of 80? It's one of 80. It's a sucker bet. You fell into the bed. One of 80. You're going to guess it. What I'm thinking about? Anyway, anyway, it says like this. You know, this class is really a 15 minute class, but with all the, the fat, it's an hour and a half class. But if you, if you condense the whole derage, it's a 15 minute derage. So what happens is, <clears throat> oh, so the pasuk says the guy gets married. He's with her. We got the nasifikiri tut. Let her write her get, and we had some beto, and let them get out. Talak menon. So now the Gemara says, you can't just divorce. You have to have what's called grounds. Even in the Torah, you have to have grounds. You can't just go to the rabbi, I want a divorce. So why? Uh, because. Because not a reason. You have to have grounds. So there's a big mahluk in the Gemara, what's considered grounds? Now, obviously, if she committed uh, federal crimes, that's grounds. Nothing to talk about. But then the Bi'akiva comes along and says, no, 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 you don't have to have such a... Even if she burnt his dinner... Ground. I mean, he comes to the rabbi. What happened? Okay. Oh, yeah. I came home hungry from work. 
I came home from work. She puts the steak in front of me. It's all charcoal. Beautiful hamitz. She burnt the, she burnt the steak with the hamitz. I couldn't even, kind of, I'm looking for a little, maybe something, zero, the whole thing is burnt, 100% burnt. She's an expert at burning things. She burnt the whole steak. Nothing, not, not one piece is edible. <coughs> and Rabbi, just, if you didn't believe me, I brought the steak with me. You know. <laughs> I just said, no, because the Rabbi wants the proof. Prove to me. The Rabbi looks at it, yeah, I never saw a steak like this. Yeah, Rabbi, yeah, Rabbi, crazy? This is well done. This is not well done. This is uh, an edible. You know what? She's NG. Right away, here's the get. The, the rabbi writes to get himself. Get, 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 get rid of it and go have dinner. Go have a normal dinner. Go have a normal dinner. You deserve to eat. If you married to this girl, you'll die. <clears throat> and the question is, according to Biakiva, she, she burned the dinner. Ladies burn the dinner, by the way. It happens, by the way. Even if you have the most sophisticated oven and you have a timer and you have a thing. She's running, she has six kids. She's running. At the, how can the Biakiva make marriage so cheap? That all of a sudden burned the dinner out. So I saw from Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky, Rosh Hashiva, Torah He says an unbelievable explanation. He says, I'm going to tell you the case. He says, and don't question, how do I know this is the case? I'm going to prove it to you that this is the case. He makes a story and then he proves it. You know what the case is talking about? The lady goes to the butcher and she buys two steaks for dinner. One for her, one for him. Now she puts them both on the barbecue. She turns her head. One of them burnt. One of them, Bijanin. Husband comes home. Honey, here's, here's your steak. She's eating the Bijanin one. She's eating the Bijanin one. So he says, I don't how, how do you know? My name is not on this one. How do you know that one's mine? No, that, that one's yours. That was yours. I had Kevana, that was yours. The Mishnah says, Afilu Hikdiha Tabshilo. Meaning his burnt, hers didn't. Oh, sorry, that was yours. So you know what that's grounds for divorce? Because that's an indication that the whole marriage is like that. <clears throat> In a normal marriage, what you do? You say, you know what? Give it to him. I'll have him jedra. I'll, I'll have even not nus nus. In the real marriage, I'll have him jedra from last night. I'll have him jedra from last night. The Spanish in the, in the fridge. I'm not hungry. Exactly. You eat it. My husband's eating it. And even if she wasn't a tzaddik, half half nus nus like he's like. Yeah, but you come along. Mine, mine got burnt. So therefore, you're only in it for yourself. So when the rabbi hears that, for this marriage already is rotten at the at the core of it, at the core of it. So ikdihat of shilo is an indication. It's not a specific uh, thing. It's an indicative that what umotze ani, ah umotze ani finish marmi mabed, and therefore now, to imagine what would happen in the reverse. Imagine a lady would come along and the husband sees the two burnt steaks and he sees he would take it. I promise you the next day that he's coming home with a diamond necklace for such a wife. Why? He sees that she's not eating it. He knows why he's not eating anything. Why? Such a ishab. Now what ends up happening? Which means that's the whole key of happiness. But if you think you're going to go straight to without investing anything, it will not go. He goes, how come I'm trying to be happy? What are you being happiness? You're just taking, have, have. The only way to reach the level of true ahava is only through giving. So we said the botai, we said over here in today's uh, 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 talk over here, to Enyanim. The beginning of the parasha, we talked about Shiloh Hakan, and we talked about even a mitzvah that benefits the world in general. Not somebody, and a small mitzvah like that. You made the world more eggs. You put more eggs in the world by not taking the... Uh, Torah says... 
Ochem peroter mazeh ve'kere kere madon. That's already a chesed. And the second thing is we learned the secrets of Shalom Bai. We'll stop over here. Baruch Hashem. Amen. 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 Amen